1: Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com.
3: Welcome to Cultivating the Lovely with me, Mackenzie Monroe from boldturquoise.com and cultivatingthelovely.com. And,
2: and me, Leah Bowden from Modern Miss Mason and leahbowden.com.
3: And this is Leah's first official co-hosting episode. It's official. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I had her on for Christmas and we did introductions and all that fun kind of thing. But now we get to just talk together.
2: I'm excited. Me It's going to be too. good. Yes.
3: Okay. Okay. So in this episode, we thought it would be fun, especially since we've got Patreon going now and we're taking a hard look at self-care and how we can do this well as moms. And so Leah and I wanted to talk today about how we do that, how people can kind of figure out what is nourishing and self-care for them and kind of some of the things, yeah, that we do. So let's do it. Let's do this. So what do you do? What are some... Big things and small things that you do to take care of yourself emotionally, mentally, physically,
2: spiritually. Has a lot of ease. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I am a little bit older than you, Mackenzie, yes. which is good for the mix here on yes. the show. Um, and one of the most important things for me that I've been doing for a long time is this kind of my morning routine. Mhm And the rhythm of um getting up earlier uh than anybody else in the house, so I'm ready for my children and for my day and preparing myself for that and in that um that routine generally includes um reading my Bible, journaling, filling in my gratitude journal, having a really good cup of coffee, and um just being quiet, you know, just mm-hmm. sitting in the quiet. Um, also part of the routine is um, going for a walk we live on a park so it's dead easy to walk and my husband's generally doesn't leave for work until after all this has happened. So that's cool that's so nice. I go out for a walk um, if I'm feeling really adventurous I that turns into a jog wow. um, <laughs> um, and then you know as as I get back from that sort of take a shower people are starting to kind of move and wake up but that's really important for me and Mm -hmm. um I am an introvert that is part of my personality type so I don't tend to get that downtime at the end of the day Mm -hmm. uh, which a lot of people do um often because of our church leading responsibilities and all that kind of stuff we have meetings so I have to carve out that time in the morning and um beginning my day like that is a huge part of of um of my self care, yeah. I mean, how do how do you do that? How do do you carve out time um, in the day to be quiet? <laughs> do you need that?
3: <laughs> I I do need that. <laughs> it's you know I have to admit right now just with our our living situation that yes. is harder to yes. have happen because there's no room that no one's in unless I come and sit in my brother's closet <laughs> like I'm doing right now with this episode. Um, so that is harder. And honestly, it's like where I've had success in the past with getting up earlier, because I've always felt like when I do do that and I'm good about it, like, especially when I was doing the CTL morning show, yes, it just, right. yeah, it really did help me just get my feet under me before I, I had my kids bombarding me and everything. And yeah. so I've had success with that in the past. But I think that right now, because it's like, well, if I do wake up, <laughs> where do I go? Like, oh, I don't even sure. know how to no. have that downtime. That, that has been harder to carve out. And so I'm yes. still trying to kind of figure out what that looks like. But then I also struggle with okay, well, if I'm up because I've got so much to do, like I just need to get right to work. And that's something I'm really, really having to overcome. And it's honestly one of the reasons that I picked this big topic of self-care for the year with our Patreon patrons because I haven't been given the permission or allowed myself to have the permission to have that rest and that downtime for a long time.
2: And I can, and I am sure that is uh, the narrative of many women who are listening. And also, Mackenzie, your what the situation you're describing is maybe the reality for many people yeah. all the time that there isn't space to go somewhere, there isn't um, anywhere to go. Like, ha- how is that possible? And I think that's why we have to find. Mm-hmm. what those things are for ourselves, our person. You know, we can't do what other people are doing, can we? We have to go, right, yeah. what can I do in this season, in this home, you know, the age my children are at. And, you know, my, that rhythm that I've created has, has taken years to form. Yeah. Um, and my youngest is is coming up for seven. Yeah. So I haven't had a baby for a few years. Yeah. Um. And when I was breastfeeding and pregnant and all those kind of things, that, it didn't happen then.
3: Yeah. Um, um,
2: and so I think that's the reality is often we we hear about other people's rhythms or self-care plans or whatever. Yeah. And we, we think, oh, I have to jump into that. Uh, that's what I aspire to. But actually, sometimes it's just waking up, sticking your headphones in, listening to a podcast, yeah. you know, amongst all the stuff around you or listening to the Bible online or, um, you know, whatever. It's finding the simple things that actually yeah. nourish your soul. Um, And that's what's important, isn't it? Even in the midst of what can be quite chaotic Mm -hmm. um, at times. And I think
3: allowing it to look like Mm -hmm. not exactly how you pictured it in your head, that's That's still being okay. Like one thing for me has been, okay... Like, I think She Reads Truth is great, but it's not necessarily the first thing I would want to do if I'm studying my Bible. Like, oh, I want to go deep and I want to do all this journaling and, you know, be creative with it and I want to do all these things. But then I have to give myself the grace to be like, but that can't really happen right now. So if it can't, instead of being frustrated or feeling guilty about it, it's okay for me to just wake up, go to shereadstruth.com every morning, even while I'm still laying in my bed, even if there's a, you know, three-year-old who's in bed with me. absolutely, at least I'm starting my day that way, getting into the word first thing and letting that be that first thing that marinates in my mind instead of jumping straight to my email or to Instagram or, you know, just getting caught up in what's going to happen in the day.
2: That's right. And I think it's, um, and this is what um, the cat the lady you interviewed recently oh yes um, the morning time yeah um hello mornings lady catley she um her ebook that she kind of first did years and years and years ago was basically can you know can you get five minutes yeah to yourself in the morning can you carve out three minutes i think she says yeah it is because we often think oh yeah and an hour or or half even half an hour is is really a big deal for many people in their stages of life. Um, but just setting your alarm maybe for, you know, 10 minutes earlier than usual. or mm-hmm. um, And I know when you've got babies in your bed, it's not like this. Yeah. Um, but even setting an alarm in the middle of the day, you know, babies napping, have yeah. five minutes, have a cup of tea as we do here in England. Um, open up, a, you know, your Bible, open up a book. And I think it's just intentionally carving out some time at some point to nourish your soul um because we are we have to uh feed ourselves it's not a selfish thing it's not even an entitlement thing i think we our families our homes our marriages our our, our people around us deserve uh, you know deserve to have us being the best version of that we Mm -hmm. could possibly be and i know for me um you know my family know when I need some time out yeah. <laughs> they're like, do you need an app or do you do you need to go for a walk? Yes, I do um so i I think it's figuring out what it is for you in yeah. the season that you're in um and that and that's a great discussion. I think people can throw out kind of okay, this is what I do,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um even in the midst of hard stuff going on.
3: Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's one of those things we kind of constantly have to be reassessing for ourselves and giving ourselves permission for. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor, Phonics Museum by Veritas Press. You guys, teaching reading is not my favorite thing ever, especially when I'm trying to teach my older kids all of their subjects and I'm having to take a break to listen to the word cat repeated over and over and over again. And that is one of the reasons why I love the brand new app by Veritas Press called Phonics Museum. This interactive app was created to teach kids across all the different learning styles. So no matter what your kid's strength is in retaining information, this app is going to cater to them. The kids are able to pick their own avatar and really get in there and interact with these characters. And my little girls, who are three and five, love it. They beg me to do school on my phone and my iPad while I'm working with my boys, which is so much fun and such a lifesaver to me. They also really enjoy that it's not just a reading app. They also get to learn to write, and my three-year-old, who can't really hold a pen all that correctly yet, can even work on her handwriting because she just uses the tip of her finger. Another great thing that I love about it is that it sends me emails when my kids hit the next progress point and lets me know how they're doing with the app and what they're retaining and what they're not and what we need to work on more. It's just so well thought out. I think they've really thought of everything. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this app and I want you to be able to check it out for yourself to be able to see all that it has to offer. Head over to PhonicsMuseum/bold to get two weeks free in the app and to get some free downloads of other projects and ebooks that will help your kids to learn even faster thank you so much to veritas press with phonics museum and now let's get back to the show I still get myself into that mentality of, okay, I need to provide, I need to homeschool, I need to help my kids with this, I need to, you know, you need to, need to, need to, need to. Need to.
2: That's too much. And yeah. if you yeah. don't give
3: yourself a break to recharge, you stop doing any of those things well. And a Absolutely. few weeks ago, I, I gave myself permission to have a whole day. It was, I didn't have the kids with me that weekend. And I... I said, you know, normally I'm like, okay, I don't have my kids around, like I have to be working, work. you know. <laughs> yes. But yeah. I just allowed myself to say, okay, this Saturday I a friend invited to take me to brunch and then my mom and my grandma and I went to a really dumb movie, but I have not been able so good. Yeah, I haven't been able yeah. to go to a movie yeah. with them since I was in high school <laughs> and so we wow. did that and then another friend I mean these are all things that I mean I was gifted them so it worked out this way but a friend had bought me a massage and so wow. I was able to do brunch movie massage and then I went to an evening service at our church that night and I just went by myself and was able to sit there and just sit in the worship and just soak it all in and so good. I was able to be so much more productive the next day than yeah. if I hadn't given myself a break, and that's something I've really been trying to teach myself and learn. That it's like,
2: it's a great lesson. I, yeah, yeah, you really
3: you do the things mm. better if you've had that rest. I mean, even God rested.
2: <laughs> Why yes.
3: should I think I don't need to?
2: Absolutely, and I think you know those days are not often. They don't happen very often, do no. they? And, and and for some people, I'd be thinking, well you know that's a foreign yes. concept to me but uh and, and for you it has been for a very long time and i think it is amazing when we get a, a gift like that where we can take so, time to really really rest and i think it is worth having those conversations with your loved ones yeah. around this is actually an important part uh an important thing for me um and, and creating space for that and I, and i'm a firm believer in um you know, doing simple things consistently mm-hmm. is also part of a really restorative kind of way of of keeping your heart at rest. And so one of the things, you know, you mentioned about journaling and I think I've always had these like high expectations yeah. of, um, but, and I've I've managed to avoid kind of planner thing. And yeah. I'm so great at all this, <laughs> oh. but, you know, I, I look at it, I'm like, I just, it's just not me. I can't achieve that. But I do, I am a writer. So I love to, Uh, to journal Uh, but so many seasons of my life I've just stopped and started stopped and started you know and I've I've been too perfectionist about Mm -hmm. it Um, so when after I read um, Anne Voskamp's 1000 Gifts I thought I'm gonna start this I'm gonna do I'm gonna write down things that I'm grateful for as part of my daily rhythm now writing down two things you're grateful for takes seconds doesn't it Um, and I had these great aspirations to finish it in a year. Well, four years later, I've just done, I have just written 1000 gifts wow. down. Uh, it took me four years, but there was something so amazing about completing that. Yeah. And I just, I was like, hey, it doesn't matter. It took me four years. I, yeah, I put it down sometimes for months on end and I didn't pick it up again. But looking back on that and seeing this, Uh, this kind of this pattern of gratitude even when we've gone through some tough stuff um, over the past four years was amazing and it brought so much rest to me and so much peace and that was a really simple habit that I did you know just spent seconds on every day Um, and I think there are so many other areas that we can you know apply that rule to do do something simple consistently and just see the impact it has on you uh, and whatever that is
3: I totally agree I'm glad you brought up the journaling thing because I think that's part of like self-care is us processing what's happening in our life. And I want to talk about that right. more on the, the Patreon episode. But as far as that idea of doing those simple things, I totally agree. And I was trying to think with this episode, how can we make it practical? Because yeah, that day I had, that's, I'm not, I don't know if I'll have another one of those days <laughs> again. No, you know, I know. Like, uh, let's hope that you yeah, do let's that's hope It lunch. was wonderful.
2: <laughs> we want to join right? you. We, we're all coming for brunch. Yeah. yeah.
3: It was so lovely. But you do have to look at those. Okay. The, these little things. And I think it's a lot about knowing yourself and knowing what yes. is, um, helpful and beneficial to you. Just like you said, like doing the planner thing that, that wouldn't be for you. And there's a matter of knowing what is actually life giving to you and what isn't when even do you just think, like you said, you like a great cup of coffee in the morning let people need to think about do I really is coffee comforting to me in the morning or do I want a cup of tea or do I just want to chug like a bottle of cold water figure out what your preferences are what really does it for you think about what kind of snacks make you feel comforted and taken care of or would you rather read or watch a TV show that you can get lost in I know that's something for me over the last couple of months normally I like to be a reader Later, but then I get to these times where it's like I just need my brain to be able to check out and I love just yeah. immersing myself in a great <laughs> show on Netflix or something for a month yes. or two
2: yeah and that's interesting because I'm I'm not um I'm not naturally a tv person a movie person I like a good movie if it's really good yeah. but I have to be really convinced that it's a good investment of my time and this is again a lot to do with my personality type if there's anybody out there who's an enneagram five or an infj stroke p (laughs) then you'll know these kind of things is that you know is this a good investment of my time how is you know and and, um my husband bless his heart (laughs) he loves movies he he just unwinds differently from me Mm -hmm. And I've had to, um, I've had to learn sometimes to just relax, like just to stop with the whole agenda. And, you know, even questioning, is this a good investment of time? And rather just saying, is this fun? You know, is this just relaxing? I can switch off. So every Wednesday night, we have a date night. And um, if we we don't get to go out, all the time or it's expensive to go out for dinner you know so we'll often just make a nice dinner and have a movie at home and he loves it because I'm entering into his movie world (laughs) but I actually I actually switch off and I properly relax and I often he will tell you I will often fall asleep (laughs) (laughs) but there's something about I've had to I've had to teach myself what relaxation looks like because for me, reading a book, you know, actually is often I'm achieving something. Yeah.
3: Yes. Absolutely. Um, you know,
2: even even journaling, I'm achieving something, or, or you know, do, it's kind of like working all the time. Even and, and I think um Brene Brown maybe talks about this, or even Elizabeth Gilbert, they talk about pretend rest. Is Brene Brown? Oh. She talks about pretend rest Yeah, i know i know who it is shauna nequist you see all these people (laughs) (laughs) they're all like they cross over in my brain that's funny shauna one of my favorite authors um she talks about pretend rest that she would be um you know in her pajamas on a kind of down day at home with with her children but yet she'd be you know posturing out folding laundry um Writing lists, and yeah. it looked like she was resting, but she wasn't yeah. at all. And I, and I, when she said that, I was like, Oh, that is so me. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, we've got a day off, and I'll spend the whole day working. Yeah. Um, so I've had to force myself into rest, um, which I've got better at as I've got older. Uh, and I'm sure there are many women out there who are going, Yes, that's me. Yeah, I think,
3: <laughs> that's what I I think it's probably a universal <laughs> yeah. problem for moms. I think so. Okay, ladies. I want to hold the phone for just a second. Since this episode is all about self-care, I wanted to make sure that you knew about all of the resources that we have going on in the CTL Patreon community. As you know, all of 2018 is focused on self-care and homemaking with our new Patreon community. And we have different themes every single month. Everything from makeup, to figuring out your self-care style, to clothing, to rest all kinds of different topics that we are covering to make sure that we're well taken care of so we can take care of our families just as well or even better. In fact, just this last weekend, I posted a fun post right on the CTL Patreon page all about five things that I am currently using to make my life a little bit lovelier and take care of myself. And even better, it's got an audio version. So if you would rather listen to it, you can just go there on your phone or your computer and listen to it like a podcast. It's about five minutes long, and I think you'll really enjoy it. At least I hope you will. And the absolute best thing about it is this post is available to everyone. You do not have to be a CTL patron to be able to read and listen to this brand new post that I have up. It is for everyone. I wanted you guys to be able to see kind of what we've got going on there. So if you haven't committed or you have committed to be a patron of Cultivating the Lovely, make sure you head over there and read or listen to the brand new post that I have up. Okay, back to the show
2: you know what Mackenzie even before I was a mother I remember when I was a student sharing a house with my friend she would moan at me because we would watch a movie and I would always multitask yeah so we would watch a movie and I would have my diary out I'd be planning something I'd be writing a letter because I'm old (laughs) (laughs) you know um and even back then part of my kind of who I am was to multitask, was to achieve, achieve, mm-hmm. achieve. And God has really done amazing work in me in just helping me to learn what it is to rest in him, but also rest within my home, within my family, within the safe people around me um, and actually understand what that means. Because, again, we can be doing this whole self-care thing and it's just pretend yeah. really. It's real. Yeah. Yeah.
3: No, I agree. Yeah. I think we have to really, really understand what it means and commit to it to really yes. feel the full effects of it. Yeah, Definitely. I agree. And I think yes. kind of coming back to what you're saying, like those little things again, I've noticed, I just had this conversation with Kat. You guys probably heard it on the podcast from um, right before Christmas so the beginning of December, but that... I think uh, ENFPs get a bad rap for like doing things consistently. <laughs> I I know <laughs> I've I've heard that one, but when we were kind of breaking it down, we were saying like we actually we're pretty good at doing menial things that then we don't have to decide on anymore yeah and even
2: which is habit yes it's those those
3: habits to reduce decision fatigue like something for me that really helps me to rest and not feel as frazzled is planning well and then just doing those things that if I just know this is what I have for breakfast like I don't have to decide that like even that to me is self-care meal planning to me is that's taking care of my future self when I don't have
2: to decide what we're having for dinner later this week <laughs> we are very different yes <laughs> I'm just laughing because meal planning to me is like a nightmare that's so funny <laughs> that's not the planning bit I will plan it but I never follow it yeah and I, I never, like
3: I'm religious to it. my mom because yes. I'm like doing all this shopping with my mom now and stuff will go to the store and we just she just wanted to go to the store after church last weekend i was like what are you talking about? Like, I need my meal plan. I know what I'm having every day of every week and exactly what ingredients I need. I only go to the store once. And she's just like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, I can't stand shopping with you. I have to figure this out. Like to the point where we got in the store, I was like, okay, you're just going to have to hold on for a minute because I got to like stand here and get out my little app on my
2: phone and get Get well, this I out. love that that's amazing yeah um yeah, and i <laughs> I think I, I think it's the rebel in me, you know, yeah. like I, I, people, people who follow me through homeschooling stuff know that I have never used a curriculum. I can't, I, you know, I just won't follow one um, because I will, I'll pick one up and I'll just change it immediately yeah. or a recipe, you know, I'll pick up a recipe and my, even my six-year-old daughter today said, mom, you can never follow a recipe without changing <laughs> it. I'm like, yep, that's <laughs> pretty right. So, so I will, I will often make a meal plan. And then I, I'm like, oh, I don't want to make that. I'll make something
1: different. <laughs>
2: <Funny>. <laughs> but, you know, um, but I'll do a regular shop. Yeah. And I'll, you know, make sure my cupboards are full and I'll make sure there's um, plenty of variety. And just, um, yeah. But it's it's knowing ourselves. Yes, and exactly. that's very empowering, isn't it? It's knowing ourselves, being at peace with yeah. that. And, um, you know, and I just laugh at myself. I know who I am and I know my strengths and my weaknesses and as, as you do as well. And, um, they, they are to benefit us, aren't they? Yeah, I, I think
3: so. I think it's, it's knowing what, what works for you because there are other things that they don't come naturally to me that I know I just have to work at. And it's a good thing to work at it, even if it's hard, like I need to get up earlier or, you know, like that kind of thing. But it's also good to know, okay, but this really does work for me, and this is life giving to me, and this helps me to have some sanity and not have to worry about that. You know,
2: that's right. Yeah, yeah. There was a a, a homeschool Facebook group that I moderate that we were having a discussion this week about the whole early morning thing, and for some of them, the idea of getting up at five thirty six o'clock and having a, an agenda and stuff that you do was was totally out of their reach, and just they couldn't even imagine it. Yeah. Whereas for me, it's, I don't even think about it. I yeah. switch the alarm off, get up, do it. Cause it's, it's life giving yeah. and it's what I need. Yeah, uh, we're, we're so different and we just have to celebrate each other, don't we? Yeah. In, in our diversity. I have yes. a
3: friend that I usually, like Marco Polo or Vox her, you know, late into the evening. And then she replies early in the morning because yes, we're just I, on the opposite. <laughs> yep, we're on the opposite schedule.
2: Yep, yeah, I'm the one who wakes people up with the text messages going, oh, I <laughs> hope you turn your phone off at night like I did to yes. you. <laughs> you're good. I hope you're not actually reading this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny.
3: Yeah, one thing that I have the is, has always been consistent for me and I don't know I don't know why but like my nighttime, I have to wash my face I have to brush my teeth I have to yes. put on chapstick and not just any chapstick but a very specific type of chapstick <laughs>
1: really? it has to
3: be Burt's Bees chapstick because it's like oh, good that's and the... thick and yes. like really seals your lips and if I can't do those three things before bed every night, I can just kiss the night goodbye. I can't like I have gone and found the most random like slick substances to put on my lips if I have like no chapstick. I think I used like burn salve once. Like I just I will look for anything to be like I have to have some of- on, yes, yes, get your coconut. Oil. Oh. But I, like, I have a How friend who, well, Rebecca, you know, Rebecca, she will, yes. it's like, I have to tell her at night, like, have you washed your face? Because <laughs> <laughs> she'll just go for days. Like, it doesn't bother her. But I am like, I... We love you, Rebecca. Yes. <laughs> she knows. She will laugh when she hears Oh, all oh,
2: right. I'm sure. Well, do you, um, so my friend Lynn Seddon from Exploring Nature with Children. Okay. Have you heard of that curriculum? I have. And many I have. The, it's a it's a it's a nature curriculum. It's beautiful. I'm sure many of the listeners have heard of it or use it, but she she's an in in real life friend, and we were away a weekend. And she, I I brush my teeth absolutely, but I can just collapse into bed as long as I brush my teeth. And she has a whole skin routine, yeah, taking a makeup off, toner, cleanser, moisturizer, and she just comes to bed looking radiant. <laughs> and, and she's like, "Leah, you've still got your makeup on." I'm like, "Yes, because I'll wash it off in the morning." She was she was horrified. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's going to be okay. Everything is okay with the world. You look beautiful. I don't. We'll just go to sleep.
3: That's so funny. But I love that. Yeah, it's one of those things that my mom just like totally ingrained in me. And now it's like, I literally, I don't care if I am completely falling asleep, I will drag myself out of bed and go wash my face. It's just...
2: Yeah. And I'm sure your skin will look better <laughs> when you're 80 than the rest of oh. us.
3: <laughs> we'll see. Maybe it'll backfire. Who knows?
2: We'll see. <laughs> I'm sure it oh. will.
3: Well, I think this is a really good conversation to be having at the beginning of the year when everybody's kind of mm-hmm. thinking about their resolutions and what they're wanting to do that that really needs to be part of what you're planning for yourself is figuring out what is life giving to you what works for you and and just carving out those little ways to do it even if it's just investing in a good tube of Burt's Bees chapstick
2: chapstick all the way yes. that's all right <laughs> good advice so
3: to wrap up (laughs) let's do the question that we do for every episode which this is I'm springing this on you because I forgot to tell you (laughs) that we do this
2: but go for it
3: what is one way that you are cultivating loveliness in your life right now
2: um you first oh no (laughs) And now that you're co-hosting, you can do
3: that to me. I'm allowed to. Hmm. Okay, I need to think for a second. We should have. (laughs) We really should have. Okay, I know. I know one thing. Like, okay, this is silly, and probably no one else can relate to it, but you know, like my living situation's a little crazy right now. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you can hop over into the Facebook group to get a full update on what I mean, but I'm sharing a room with all my children at the moment and sleeping on the floor. And someone just bought me a mattress, which is lovely. And I have this blanket that my mom got me right after we moved in and it's this big like sherpa soft cuddly ridiculous blanket and the kids have tried to take it before and they just see like mama's vengeance come out it's like no that is (laughs) my blanket (laughs) and so every night even though it's like I'm on the floor with them I have this blanket and my my little bed and I set it up the same way that I like it every night and it really is just cozy to get into every night
2: that's so lovely yeah
3: it really is it's something so small but it really just does like I just feel like I'm wrapped in a big hug when I get into my bed at night and yeah I love it
2: that's good that is very lovely so mine um would be I'm gonna say adding plants to my home oh so we move. we've lived in this house for seven months. That long we moved, already? How? Uh, six, seven months. So we moved at the end of April okay. to a new home after living somewhere for 13 years. And um, I I like to think I'm into gardening and plants and stuff, but, you know, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. So since we moved here, I just, I was like, you know what? I need plants. I was kind of seeing them on my Instagram feed, a little bit of peer pressure. Yeah. And they look so pretty. And not really the succulent ones. They're quite small. And I I need something big and growing and living and in my face. So I love spider plants. Mm -hmm. And I've got like a dragon plant. I've got um, various ones. And the success, the victory story here is that they are all alive still. Yes! (laughs) My spider plant, I love it because it's on a high shelf and it's hanging down, and it keeps producing these little offshoots, these babies, which I've learned how to take off and um, uh, kind of replant them for friends. So I've been able to give little baby spider plants out to my friends. So yeah, and that's I'm really um, I'm really enjoying that's fun caring caring for my plants and my. I have a plant called a peace plant, which I have to resurrect now and again, <laughs> yeah. because it's a little bit temperamental. But um, yeah, that's definitely one way how I'm cultivating the lovely at the moment.
3: I like that. That's what Rebecca always tells me too. She's like, you need plants in your house. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's fun. I, it's new for me, Mackenzie, but I can, I can honestly say I'm enjoying it. It's good. That's
3: fun. Well, thank you so much for joining oh, me. A pleasure. And happy pleasure. new year.
2: Happy New Year to you. It's going to be a good one, Mackenzie. It is.
3: All right. Bye. Bye. That's it for this week's episode with Leah. I just love her. Don't you? She's so much fun. And man, that accent. I never get tired of listening to it. I hope you guys are having as much fun listening to Leah as I am talking with her. Before we wrap things up, I wanted to give you guys a couple of ways that you can be supporting CTL to help it to continue to grow and be delivering new episodes week after week after week. One of those things that you can do is make sure you're leaving ratings and reviews in iTunes. This is so helpful for getting the podcast in front of new eyes, and we deeply appreciate it when you just hop into the app or on your computer and leave a quick rating and review. Also, make sure that you're following us on Instagram. We love interacting with you guys and we would love to see you over there. You can follow me at BoldTurquoise and you can follow Leah at Leah V. Bowden. Of course, we will have all these links for you in the show notes at BoldTurquoise.com forward slash 48. And another couple of things you can do are join the CTL Facebook group, which is lively and fun. There's so much going on there. And if you really want to dive in to cultivating loveliness in your life and taking it to the next level and getting in our private Facebook group that's when you want to join the CTL Patreon community. We've got all sorts of fun things going on over there and lots of content and inspiration. So be sure you check that out, patreon.com forward slash cultivatingthelovely. Thank you for supporting our sponsors and for supporting our new co-hosts. Make sure you're following them all across social media. And until next time, when I'm chatting with Emily Thomas, go be bold and gracious.